Andrea and I need your help. If you like our episodes, please give us a five-star rating and a review. Not sure exactly how that helps us, but it does, and it makes people want to listen. When they see that five stars and a good review from you, So go to wherever you're listening to your podcasts, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartMedia, wherever, and hit that five stars. Yeah. Okay. Right up. All this money, money, money coming to me. No handouts are really had to do it for me. So normally we do a podcast where... I got a little opener that's all serious and what we're going to know about. But as you can tell by the uh, name of the podcast, obviously today we're talking taxes. But I wanted to let you know just a little bit about Miss Diane here. Miss Diane is a friend of mine, has been a friend of mine for a few years. And she watches my stuff on Facebook and then just rolls her eyes mostly. But uh, Diane is a uh, better tax accountant than yours is i can guarantee you that never judge how you go and get it everybody blueprint different like i'm trying to heal some children let them know never how they feelings they can make it and reach past ceilings Diane. thanks paul <laughs> <laughs> i hope i can live up to that you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing it live she's actually here in uh pseudo the pseudo studio at my house on my kitchen table. The pod lab. The pod lab. That's what I'm calling it. We need to build one in there in the office. That way we can just out of the way and then take up my table. What do you think? Eh. So thanks for elaborating. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's I like your pod lab. <laughs> I, you know, we, we don't eat at the table here much. No, we don't. And it's a beautiful table, but I'm partial because I like antiques. But it makes it turns into a, like a ten piece play setting. Oh, it's a pretty pretty table. Yeah, I don't know. I every time we move our setup, something breaks. That's <laughs> true. I moved it, and now it's something doesn't work this time. So just exactly. having me around generally things break. So you're not one of y'all. Need to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess we need to establish your credentials. My credentials? Yeah. I'm an enrolled agent. What is the heck is an enrolled agent? In, are you what are you enrolled in? I mean, I mean well, you know, got a health club? What? I'm enrolled to practice before the IRS. And that's the only way I'm allowed to phrase it. They have specific rules. But basically, I am licensed by the IRS to represent taxpayers in any tax matter. And most states take that all the way down to, you know, your county property tax or your sales tax, things like that that are local as well. Almost everybody looks at it and say, oh, enrolled agent, all things tax. So that's what I do. I fix tax problems. Fix tax problems. Now, can I talk about my expired tax problem? Do you think that's a bad thing? I would talk about your friend's tax problem, perhaps. Well, my, you know, but if it timed out, though, you see, it, it, it that's up out. to you if you want to share your personal information. I on don't the care internet. about that. They can't. Can they come uh, but back? But I after? can't particularly share anybody else's. No, 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 no. no. But we can talk about mine. Um, if you wish that 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 way. You know, I I don't care. I mean, it's, well, what my question was is that it uh, statute of limitations ran out on mine. That happens, right? That happens a lot, and it's gone off my report. Everything it's all gone. Oh, it's not gone. It's still there. They still know about it. Well, yeah, but they can't do anything about it, They can't do anything about it, though. So uh, your professional advice on that one, just before we get into it. 
No, I can't give you professional advice on the air, but I can tell you this. Um, My particular situation, let's give you a disclaimer. You have a disclaimer. I do have a disclaimer. Let's let's do that first. I am a tax accountant. I am all things tax. However, I'm not your tax accountant. Well, actually, I am. She's mine. I am Paul's yeah. tax so accountant. So you have a pseudo weird But I'm not it. Andrea's tax accountant, and I'm not <laughs> your, the, you the listener, I'm not your tax accountant. So if you hear anything on here that you think is specific advice to your situation, please see your own tax accountant and make sure that that's correct, because I'm only giving general advice here. So. And, you know, we are humans. Which means occasionally we're wrong because, you know, maybe we're drunk or something. I don't know. Yeah, y'all have a tendency to drink on the air. so Sometimes. Uh, it happens. So <laughs> if I start drinking, the advice is going to get worse. So. <laughs> but so mine timed out and they, they can't do anything to me now. Uh, that that is correct. Um, that's why they still know about it. It's it's like your criminal oh, yeah. record. You know, it's like oh, it's been expunged, but yeah, it's still there. They yeah, still yeah. know about it. Okay. Well, they can go and get the kids. <clears throat> you're uh, accused of something in juvenile court, and they can still look at it. Yes, even though even you're expunged in juvenile court, that still yeah, happens. So, and it's but in my to be situation, sealed and whatnot, but they can still. Oh, they can unseal it. Oh, yeah. Well, judges I, don't even have to unseal it. Judges can see everything. So, yeah, your your criminal record, Joel, your criminal record, and your tax record is always your tax record. Yeah, and I don't care. So now the the situation that you're talking about is uh, the ten year statute of limitations that if they only have ten years to collect, uh, that's ten years from the due date of the return or the latest time you paid any tax in. Generally, 10 years from the the time you file the return, which is the due date of the return with extensions. And then they go all the way to the end of that year, December 31st, too. So it's not like April 15th. It's all the way through December. But if they can't collect tax in that time period, um, they can't collect it anymore. They only have 10 years. The state... Like the state of Arkansas, we are. They don't have a statute of limitations. Right. They'll come after you for the rest of your life. But the federal government only collects taxes for 10 years. But that's not for everybody. That's only if you actually file the tax return. Yeah. That's not a substitute for return. That's not an estimated thing. That is if you file and sign a tax return. So if you file all your tax returns late, it's 10 years from the date you file a Filed tax it. return. That's when the clock starts ticking and it's 10 years after that. Yeah. Well, and so I, all mine, I had an employer who didn't pay my income tax. And, I recall. And when that happens, you're still responsible for paying that money, even though they've got it. No, my question is, is how can you check to make sure they're paying it? I mean, it shows up on your W, I mean, your W-2 and in your, you know, your yeah. checks stub. But how do we know it's remitted? How do you, you really know? If you have a W-2 that shows that you paid it, it's considered paid. Um, Paul had a slightly different situation uh, that it wasn't on the W-2. Right. They just decided he wasn't an employee, which isn't a choice. It's another thing that comes across my desk a lot. It's like, well, I don't feel like paying payroll time. <laughs> payroll so complicated. Why don't I want to get to pay this? And it costs more. I'll just call everybody a 1099 employee. It'll be fine. No. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. There's rules. If you Google 20-question test, or I also have one on the Grassroots Taxes website. Which you is look your at, business, right? Grassroots yes, Taxes. Grassroots Taxes is the name of my business. Do you handle any? You can handle anybody in all the states, can't you? I can do every state uh, in the U.S., and I also have a lot of expats, uh, yeah. people that live overseas. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, if she has a place to put you, you can do taxes with her. Yes, you can. But if anyway. she has openings. 
So it was uh, back to Paul's problem here. He was misclassified as a non-employee, even though he was an employee. And that's why they weren't paying any taxes in. And he wound up owing twice as much. But they took uh, it out of my, they took it out of my check. Yeah. But they didn't ever send it in or file the form. So you yeah. had no proof. Yeah. And, and then the state of California bought them. And the IRS is like, oh, God. And they just let me. And I didn't have assets at all. So there's no reason to come They had no me. way to collect from you because you didn't. You didn't have any. You didn't own anything at the time, right, right. which is kind of a good thing sometimes. But right. being poor is great when you owe taxes because <laughs> <laughs> they can't collect. They can only collect up to a certain amount, uh, and then they can't. You know, they, you can't get blood from a turnip, right, or whatever they know. say. Um, <laughs> that's what they say in the South. I guess you can't get blood from a stone in the rest of the world. Yeah, but uh, they can only take so much. You know, they, I mean, they can't make you live in your car. I mean, they can't take your car and make you live in a shelter. I mean, they can only take so much yeah. of your stuff. Your car is protected. Uh, your means of getting back and forth to work, yeah, your transportation, your tools, anything that's protected under their federal bankruptcy laws is also yeah. generally about the same stuff that the IRS can't take from yeah. you. Can they take your house? Uh, yeah. If it, yeah. They oh, can. They, they can. Well, I mean, it depends. I mean, if your house is paid for, I mean, yeah. It, it, there's a lot of specific laws. So I can't give anything specific. I've had people lose their house to the IRS, though. Wow. Yeah, but if they're... If their house isn't worth anything or they got a giant mortgage on it, then they're probably not. Exactly. No, if your house is mortgaged. Mortgage the I mean, shit out of it right before you, if you get a letter from the IRS and you're like, ah, shit, more, go get a mortgage. I wouldn't do that. No, you just have to give them then cash. Because then you, you got funds specifically to evade taxes. No, so. no, no. I had to re remodel my, my, my fridge. Oh, <laughs> I, had to put they, that, I had to put the sandbox the in outside. is used to criminal activity. <laughs> now, I mean, everybody laughs, but yeah, when there is criminal activity, they when it looks like you, they know you got rid of that, they know they're yeah. not dumb. I mean, they, they there may be dumb people that work for the government, but I promise you the higher up you get in the tax structure... Uh, the smarter the people get, and the and, super smart ones are the ones who do cases like this. And um, and the less interesting they become, they're really like very dry people. Oh, yeah. 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 I can't mention names, but there's a gentleman in, uh, uh, I don't even want to say what city he's in. But matter. anyway, he's in a city nearby here. Uh, in an IRS center, uh, and man, he was he was a supervisor, and he was just so what's the word you use? Dry? dry. He was dry. Let's just say that he was crunchy dry. He was <laughs> nothing was funny. He closed down one of my clients' businesses as I was encouraging my guy from the state to get there first, so the state could get there and collect take theirs. asset collect assets before the federal would get there <laughs> collect their sales tax yeah they uh cuz i just didn't like them that much anyway. <laughs> so what i don't understand is paul how did you get out of it i mean really it just went away but you just disappeared i'm sure you paid taxes after that and yep, what, they just I take did. your refund i you always no, paid my taxes but you had no refund cuz you're just like basically a single dude so well i don't have a refund anyway if you do your taxes right See, I, I hate that with the refunds. People get refunds. I can understand with earned child tax credits, stuff like that. Okay, maybe. But if if you're waiting for your refund and it's just you, you're an idiot because you could take that money and use it now. Yeah. Just do your do your freaking form correctly. At the end of last year, you told me just do your taxes on TurboTax. Remember that? 
And then the reason she told me to use it on TurboTax is because my refund was 75. Oh, yeah, my, my refund for the state was 75 bucks. Oh, I got to get this. I got to show you what this is. Okay. Well, while, while you're doing that, I'll, uh, I'll let you know that, uh, I wouldn't say the word idiot, but the, uh, the IRS is not your savings account. It's it's a really bad way. A lot of people have extra withholding, so they get that refund in April. And I'm like, yeah, but what if your car breaks down in December, right before Christmas? How are you going to get that money? You can't well, get that money from the IRS. A giant refund isn't going to help you, and you don't earn interest on it. So my solution, if you are bad at spending money or bad at that kind of stuff, is go to a bank on the other side of town or in the next town uh, that doesn't have a branch near your house and open an, a, a savings account that doesn't, and then don't get any checks, don't get a debit card, nothing. Something that restricts you to like three transactions a quarter or something. One of these really restricted accounts. Um, or don't get an online account. Don't go to an online bank. Go to a local bank, neighboring bank, right? Yeah. Then another city and get a portion of your paycheck from your employer direct deposited into your savings account. Every paycheck. Instead of Even it going to the government, months. right? Instead of what and change well, your withholding and then have it go back. And that way, if you do have an emergency, like your car breaks down or somebody goes in the hospital, you get medical bills, something like that, something awful, awful things happen. Instead of waiting till April to be able to pay it off when you get your tax refund, you can go across town during banking hours. When you're supposed to be at work and really inconvenient, go over there and make a paper withdrawal at the teller, you know, because you don't have anything electronic to yeah. get to your money. You make it as inconvenient it as way. possible to get your money. And that way you won't go over there because you need shoes for the wedding. <laughs> well, there are no shoe emergencies. In, in my, shoe emergencies in my defense, good. I only do it. I have myself always a single, always have, even when I was married. In my defense, though, for that, not because I want a refund, because I never want to be an IRS tax issue ever again. Yeah, we she were got audited, audited because my ex husband went to some stupid dumbass accountant that screwed us over, and I, I had to pay the burden for that. So ever since then, I've made sure I am single as a Pringle when it comes to my taxes, so that <laughs> I can get that safety net of if my employer ever fucks up or someone ever messes up. I at least have that on top yeah. of my earned actual well, child make, tax credit. But that, that makes sense, though. It was a horrible nightmare that I never want to go through again because he didn't keep receipts. He didn't keep anything. I was scrambling around to get it, and I had to deal with it, and I don't ever want to do that again. That's a good point. That's though. why on TurboTax or whatever that you want to pay for someone to represent you. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> I had to find I, somebody, and we were scrambling <laughs> around, and we had two young kids, and... I'm not going to, he was no. just an idiot of a person. So it was <laughs> coughing up receipts and they like pretty much, I felt like I was on the chopping block of having to under explain every damn receipt on everything we ever spent. And it was a horrible experience. That's true. <laughs> so, if you file a joint tax return, it is not 50, 50, it is hundred hundred and they will take the money yep. from the easiest person to get it from. And if you're the one with the kids and you're the one getting earned income credit and child tax credit, guess whose tax refund they're taking yours. Even yep. if it was a business you didn't even know about, there is relief from that. It's yes. Called yes. called, Innocent spouse. I did have that actually. She used that once already. Innocent spouse is very difficult to get, but you can. But it has to. There has to be some kind of lying or cheating. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Or, yeah. In my situation, there was. I didn't even know we had a kid. I get my tax. That's how I found out. They took 
his back child support on my taxes and I get a letter and I'm like, um, I know where my kids are. Oh, that's a different. <laughs> no, no, no. Innocent. That's, that's injured. That's injured spouse. spouse. That's a complete. The only thing in common they have is the letter I. Uh, <laughs> I promise you. Uh, yeah. Injured spouse is if they take your refund for your former spouses or your. We were married. Well, you still can the time. still be married at the time. You can split the refund. So if you have your own kids, he's got his own kids, you have a blended family, you can split the refund. You can say, okay, this is my money, this is my kids, this is what and then he says, you know, they split it that way. You don't do the math on the form. The IRS does the math for you. Uh, so everybody's like, well, how much of that refund's mine? I'm like, ah, I can't tell you. I can just say this is your W-2s, this is your kids. And they split the refund how they think it's fair, and you really can't argue too much with it. Yeah. Of course, I have argued about because I argue about everything with the IRS because they're, <laughs> they're always wrong. And I, I, t- I tell everybody, if you get a letter in the mail from the IRS that says you owe money or from the state says you owe money, I got a 50-50 chance of it being wrong. <laughs> but it was funny because I get so. the letter and I walk in the house and I said, do you want to fucking explain this? Because mm. I didn't. That's when he explained that he was had a child. He was behind on child well, support. And then I had to go back. He and re- forgot to tell you he had a kid. Yeah, he didn't want to tell me. That's how I found wow. out. Wow, I was like, yeah. Needless to say, we divorced. So uh, I had. I went. Can't stri- imagine how he wound up as a single dad of that kid in the first place. Hmm. But I did yeah. go straight back to H and R Block, and I'm like, okay, we need to fix this. And they they did. They they by my refund got really really delayed. Oh, sure. it, it takes uh, I May. I think I got see, it. I, oh May. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, right now, bad. it would probably take six months or a year. So when I was married to Assface, I made sure we filed separately. I, I don't recall your wife's name being Assface. It's Assface. 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 I didn't even know okay. her real name until his mother said something. Oh. I'm like, Ass who? Face. Ass face. Okay. I'll, I'll look her up on Facebook. Ass, Ass face. face. <laughs> oh, the check. So yes. So I. I, I uh, they, all right, we so always, just for context here, Paul is, has a check in his hand, and I'm really wondering what it's about. <laughs> I had, uh, so I always always made sure, though, that I always filed my taxes separately as single and filed her fact. taxes as single because I was working on commission. Right. And I didn't want, I knew that if I'm married, that means they're going to go after both. And if I screwed up on my taxes because it's working on commission, they're going to take all her money. Can you do that even though you're married? Can you still file under single? Uh, no, it's married filing separately. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. When yeah. you do married filing separately, you can't claim any child tax credit That's or earned thought, income yeah. credit. But if you don't have any children and you're not low income, sometimes it does benefit you yeah. to f- oh. married filing separately. It, it made oh. sense to me when I read when I was reading through it and I did a little research on it and I was like, ah, so I better make sure that I file we we fall separately because she was making 13 an hour and I was making 300,000 a year. Mm. So it made no sense to put her on my taxes because her refund's going to be like 1200 bucks max. Right. Cuz she's she she but doesn't her, fill her but form if she, out if you right, file jointly, she's her screwed. tax her you know her tax bracket is going to be in the 30s whereas if she makes 13,000 a year, I mean she's her tax bracket's going to be, you know, zero. Right. So. Right. And that's why I did it. I mean it yeah. made more sense, you know. When there's just disparity in income, yeah. a lot of times married filing separate helps. It, it was, and we didn't <laughs> I don't have any kids, never have. 
Uh, thank God I didn't Lucky. have any kids with that. <laughs> if I had kids with ass face, they'd be here right now up our ass because she's not going to take care of them. Sadly. I know. Everybody's like quiet now. Well, it's so. just, it's sad. It, it is sad. She's, she's, I, now let's talk have, about the check. Now you have my teenager <laughs> kids to bug you. So sorry. Well, you know, you're, 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 you're four, 15 year old. She, I mean, if I had a daughter, it'd be her. You two acted so much alike. Yeah. We're, we're like peas in a pod. I know I, she can't get away with anything. Cause I'm like, Oh really? So you didn't do this. And she's like, ah, crap. Because I'm I'm ahead of her. <laughs> it's hilarious. My grandson is so much like his uncle, my son. I don't like, dude, I know what you're doing. <laughs> been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been this mom for a long time. That right. don't wash with game gam. No. <laughs> so what's the check? So I've got in my hands a check from the United States Treasury that was issued on 1221. And I didn't cash it. Twelve twenty one of what year? Twelve, twelve December twenty one. Oh, December of twenty one. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. a year old. Okay. It's a year. It's 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 ruined. I could cash it, for, and I can cash it until January. Okay, because it's good valid for one year. Okay, it says right there on the check valid for one year. But I'm not going to cash it. I'm never going to cash it. We need to know why. Yeah, why? It's, here you go. I'm reading this check. Oh, look at this. Look at this. The check is for $3. This is impressive because often the IRS won't mail a check for less than 10 That's weird. So they, they issued him a check for $3. Yeah. Well, at least we know they're trying. <laughs> the question is, let's see, the date on this check is... I keep teasing him. I'm like, just cash it. He's like, no. No, principal. I'm not going to Oh, no, this is one way frame. I don't see the date on here as the exact see, date see, that it see, was. This is one we frame. One we frame. That that's get out of jail card right oh, there. That okay. tells me that I'm there I'm clear. So let me ask you this: Why in the Sam hell are you going to mail a three dollar check? It probably costs more to freaking print the paper and postage to get it here. I don't know. Generally, they don't issue under ten dollars, but I guess they are sometimes because yeah. maybe there's poor some poor schmo out there that's screaming to the top of his lungs that he didn't get his three dollar check. In all likelihood, that's exactly why. <laughs> I know the state of Arkansas and I believe the state of Oklahoma do not issue refunds under five dollars. Yeah, why would they? Who cares? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so yeah, everybody yells about this check. I leave it in my bedroom on the dresser. I'm like, just cash no, no, that no. damn thing. No, I, I like it. I would frame it. Yeah, yeah, three dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking, but it also tells me they wouldn't have given me three dollar refund if they were still after me for the. Crap, my that is a fact, yes. So, if this is my I am free and clear card, that's even more reason to pretty frame it. much. I mean, it's not really, no, but I but it tells I don't me. trust the government with anything. Well, let me ask you this even though he says he's out of it, is there any point in time saying, I don't know, him and I get married and we both make a lot of combined money? They're like, Oh, we can go after him now. No, once his 10 year statute of limitations has officially passed and they note your account that it's passed, it's passed that it's uncollectible, they can't collect it. Yeah, you still technically owe it, but they're not allowed to get it from you. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can voluntarily so. write a check to the government. There's that box Who on your taxes. Who would do that? People Elvis? do it all the time. <laughs> Be, I, it's, it's some Why people. Why would you? I, I don't know. There's a box on your tax reform. Do you want to give extra? Do you know where it, most of our tax money goes? Right in the toilet. Right. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. It goes That's, to bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. that make our life harder out here in the rest of the world. And there's a lot of things tax money go that people just flat out don't agree with. And that's on both sides of the aisle. Uh, yeah, you can. It goes to, you know, welfare and food stamps or it goes to war. So whichever one you hate, um, yeah, just it's going one. to the other people. So, yeah, basically it goes to a lot stuff. of stuff you don't like. So I would never, ever give the government an extra cent that you don't absolutely <laughs> owe. I, and people are like, I want you to be my accountant. I'm like, that's why. Because you don't get any bonus points for paying extra taxes. Uh, no, you I'm not giving them you. a dime extra i thought it was like the presidential campaign or something do you, yeah, you could do that too i'm like no no they have a they're fun. corrupt enough none of that no yeah. th- none of that money that ever goes to them would ever elect anybody why would you even bother yeah it's not enough to make a difference i just laugh i was like no i'm gonna keep every cent of my money i'm a single mom man yeah they no, spent over a couple billion dollars hillary did and, and trump did during the 2016 election it was a bunch Each. of mudslinging it's billions of dollars, though. Just an ads. So, yeah. Who cares? We are- if every single person, every single taxpayer in the U.S. gave that $3, it wouldn't even come close to a billion. Right. Not There's only 325 million people in here. Right. But not everybody's a taxpayer. A lot of people right, file right. jointly. So that's, you know, and a lot of people are children. And a lot of people are retired and don't pay taxes. And, you know. Well, they have to pay taxes on the Social Security. Not if it's just Social Security. A lot of people. My mom and dad had to pay taxes on their Social Security. Well, they probably had other income. Well, they've got a giant IRA. Well, there's that. Yep, that comes taxable. Now they have to that, use Then it. that makes your Social Security taxable. So, yeah. My, my dad hates it because he doesn't want to spend his IRA money. Yeah. But well, because you, he's 80, he oh, has to. Oh, once you 72, that's it. Yeah, yeah, they fork you over a check whether you want it or not. <laughs> really? Yep. Can't leave it in the bank. Do you not know that? I know that, but it totally baffles my mind because I know people that are like in stage renal disease can get Medicare stuff early because they're considered, you yeah. know, issue and right. let it go to those people. The reason they're, ma- I know, I know why they make you take it out because you haven't paid taxes on it yet. That's true. So now yeah, they're you have like, to force give it. me my You tax. can't defer the taxes forever. This isn't, this is money that you put in your 401k. Yeah, yeah. For, this is your money. This isn't social yeah. security, which is. A Ponzi scheme, but anyway, um, <laughs> let's go back. We'll get, we'll get to that if you don't talk about social security. But anyway, but uh, yeah, people. But you, you're deferring the tax on it. You never pay the taxes on it, so you can't leave it in there forever. Because when your your kids inherit it, you know, I mean, they're going to have to pay the taxes on it. But well, if it's under half a million, so, no, 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 doesn't matter. Really, that's tax deferred money. There's never been taxes paid on it. It becomes income. So you have like five years or whatever. But they don't want to wait that long. They don't want to wait to die. The IRS wants their money. When you turn 72, they start cranking you out a check. You got to take about 3% out a year. Yeah. Required minimum distributions or RMDs. Um, and you get a check every year once you're 72. And a lot of people, they quit paying taxes when they're 65. You know, they they take their Social Security and they've got some assets. Maybe they sell their house. But then they start having those RMDs come in when they're 72. Used to be 70 and a half. And five, six, seven years later, here we are. You're a taxpayer again. Yep. So I got a question. Sure. Um, say my father died at 64. Okay. Um, he wasn't married to my mother. They were divorced. And I... First time having having to deal with a parent's death, you know, really have nobody to help me guide. So that was kind of the end of it. My mother, a couple, about a year or so later, was demanding my dad's death certificate because she wanted to claim his Social Security and all his Medicare benefits. Right. When she turned 60, she could do that if they were married for t- more than 10 years and he wasn't married to anybody else. But That's I true. wouldn't give it to her. <laughs> so, her mom is not nice. 
so what happens to that money? Does it just sit there? Uh, Social Security? Well, it's not gone. It's it's in their coffers. The uh, the, the government has it. Uh, Social Security is not a pay in pay out dollar for dollar thing. Yeah, it is an insurance program technically. That's been no. borrowed heavily against. It has oh, a negative balance. Yeah, yeah, it is borrowed against. Yeah, absolutely. Now I don't want to get into that, but yeah. I mean, you pay in your whole life. I had a couple people this past couple of years die of COVID. Young. I had a guy who was my age. He was like fifty five. And uh, he was a cop and he died of COVID, like he, being around all these people, you know, he got yeah. COVID and he died. Like, that was rough. He got nothing. He got his life insurance, but Social Security, he paid in his whole life. He got nothing. Zero. Yeah. You get nothing. You don't even get the $200 to bury you, do you? No. You got to no, be no, 65 no. to get that 200 bucks. Yes, you had to be collecting Social Security. So, <clears throat> yeah, $200 um, is what Social Security gives you to bury oh, you. Oh, it's more than that. No. It's like 250. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. I just, yeah. Pretty no, sure it, it's 255. But, no, anyway. it, it, but it was 215 years ago. That's, yeah. I know that because of Grandma, she was 102. But, wow. Yeah. So, but yeah, you get nothing. If it, these people rely on this stuff to make ends meet. Assface and her mom are two people that think it's going to take care of everything. It's not, and it's ridiculously nothing. And then people who take their take their social security at sixty two, they're morons. Oh no, I've done the math. No, 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 I've done the math. What? Um, because I, I I didn't believe it myself. So one day I sat down with an Excel spreadsheet and yeah. I actually had to do the math, and I spent like an entire day on this, which was probably entirely too much time, but I did the math. <laughs> you wanted this, to know. But it's like, how much would you get out of social security? So the thing is we all have an expiration date. Nobody knows when it is. True. So you don't know when your last day is going to be. And we all have to face that. We never know. You might live to be 105. You might live, to, you might not make it to 65. I'm going to live to be so, 947. Are you Moses? I don't know, but we all have an expiration date and that, that you've been date, forewarned. That's all I can say. That date's not going to change. It is when it is. We don't know when it is, but it's, it's a particular day. So if you start collecting social security at 62, uh, unless you live, I think you have to live to be 93 to actually do better taking it later. So if you, I mean, look at your family. I mean, does it look like you're going to live to your 93? Well, maybe you ought to wait a few years before you start taking your Social Security. But if you have, uh, you know, some risk factors in your life, you're probably not going to live to be 93. You know, you might consider taking your know. Social Security early because, I mean, yeah, it's less per month. But the total number of dollars you collect from the IRS or from the, sorry, from the Social Security Administration is greater over the course of time so the the total dollar amount between today and your expiration date um if you start at 62 it's going to be a greater number of dollars because you're yeah right if you die in your 80s okay if you make it past 90 okay yeah having that greater amount every month is going to exceed but um you can you can start anytime between 62 and 70 and i did the math and I'll tell you, I'm I'm 56, and I'll tell you, when I'm 62, I'm getting my first check. And it's going to be teeny-weeny, but I don't care. I want to get every dollar out of the United States government that I can get. <laughs> well, see, but, but my dad's check, he's topped out on Social Security. 
there's a limit. You can't get paid more than a certain amount. Right. Right. And, and he's topped out on it. And, but if he would have took it early, it'd have been half, what little less than half that amount. Right. Well, considering your grandmother lived to be 102, maybe he has. Well, that's on my mom's factors. side. My mom. Oh, okay. My dad, 85 to 87. Is it probably uh, still, a good guesstimate? Now, if he's relying on that as a monthly oh, hell income, no. yeah, he didn't want to take it's it. Like, even even if I wait till seventy, mine's not going to be enough because I've been self employed my whole life. So, right, I right. Have, I've paid in as little as possible, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, most of my life has been like, yeah, well, let's see. When you were uh, seventeen, they raised the eighteen drinking age to nineteen. When you were almost. 18 and a half they raised it to 21 <laughs> and pretty much literally everything else in my life has been taken away so you know when the old gen x people here start getting old i'm pretty sure they're gonna be like oh retirement age 97 yeah, yeah so really. i'm not expecting I'm, I'm fully not expecting to be able to get my retirement at 62 right I'm, I'm certain they're gonna raise the age before gen x turns 62 because you know who cares? I, I, I thought it'd be gone right. by now i honestly did when I was younger, people would tell me about Social Security and stuff. Like, I'm like, nah, we're not going to ever get it. People my age never going to no. get Social Security. You guys are younger so. than me, and I'm like, do you feel like you trust Social Security? No, then I'm not going to pay in the maximum every year just for kicks. No, <laughs> I'm not just for kicks. <laughs> so, how long should you keep receipts? How long for self-employed? Or yeah, my for- dad. Oh my gosh, he was self-employed, and when I was cleaning out his house he still had receipts from when he was working in his own business i have receipts going back 20 years oh well re actual receipts um first note that if you scan them you can throw the originals away so buy a scanner um <laughs> second of all uh if you need to keep receipts for your small business it's for as long as tax administration would apply mm. so until you're past the statute of them being able to come back and audit you uh, keep your small business receipts. I generally say about seven or eight years. Why? Because even though they have three years to like approve your tax return, if they find that you're doing something fraudulent or they think you're doing something fraudulent, they can go back seven years. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'd say 10 years just in case, cause the States are different. Now some, now that's for your expenses. Now I have people boxes and boxes and boxes, boxes, boxes of credit card receipts, right? My small, my small merchants, my bar owners, my gas station owners, yeah. they got boxes, every single credit card receipt, every single paper signature. You only need to keep them for 60 days, maybe 90 days because they're only kept for things. Uh, if they dispute the charge, yeah, especially yeah. bar owners. Well, I never signed that. I was drunk. It's like, well, we've got your so if you got your card scanned, we've got your driver's yeah. license scanned, we've got your driver's license number on here matched to this, and you signed it at the end of the night. And if you're in a bar, you don't have to sign. I mean, it's yeah, you know, you have to. So if they wrote in that hundred dollar tip for the cute waitress, well, there's not a whole lot we can do to yeah. dispute it. So keep all that stuff. But really, they only have 60 days to dispute. She never gave me her so phone number by, like she promised. Yeah. I was going to take her out to the dinner, but I can't do it now because I'm, well, I gave her the $100 already. Me- <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got wife, no more money. Wife will get mad. Yeah. So I was never, what do you mean? 
mean? I wasn't at the strip club, honey. I never went there. This is don't a fraudulent use, charge. Don't use yeah. your credit card at a strip club. Don't use your credit cards. No, no. because- Go the, to the bank, get cash. You and, cannot trust the strippers to not take your card and Right, your and number. you have to sign- They're a stripper for a reason. I know. It's a generalization. I know. Can't generalize all the strippers out there. But do you have personal experience? <laughs> they are many of the strippers I, I that I know, that, but I know a few strippers that. Oh, know. I know quite a few. I've represented quite a few because <laughs> they're self-employed and they get self-employed problems. And I've That's had true. them come to me, and then they all know to come to me when they have a problem. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, there a lot of them are very, very intelligent women. Yeah, who are. Making a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and and they're, they're not your boobies. Around. Here's some money. <laughs> yeah. And they 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 act <laughs> stupid. They oh act stupid God, at work. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> I had a friend I, I have a lot of respect for those strippers. They're in great shape and most of them are really smart. <laughs> the ones that are actually making money and aren't just there for, you know, because they don't I mean they don't last long. The ones that have been there for years and years. Yeah. They know what they're doing. And they are, they're as smart as I am. I'll tell you. <laughs> well, I they are smart and they know exactly what they're doing. And they got, they got stocks and investments. Yeah. And it's, it's like, uh, I forget, uh, what was it? Was it Pretty Woman like that or something like that? Where, who was it? Where the hooker was out there and she had to make all this money. Oh, no, no. It was the one with. Uh, I don't remember. It was the movie. I'm, I'm terrible with names. She was married to Ashton Kutcher, and she's a whole lot of oh, 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 strip Demi not Moore? striptease. The other one, uh, striptease was the girl from Saved by the Bell, and then Demi Moore did one. Demi Moore. Yeah. She was in a stripper movie, and that that was her. She's like, I only got to do this for five more years. The chick, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm going to retire. The chick from Saved by the Bell that did that stripper movie. It's like she really, that. really, really tried to jumpstart her career by just showing off her tits, and no one cared. She didn't understand that no one cared. No one didn't uh-huh. care then. They don't care now. It's like, whatever. You're not a very good actress. And we really don't care. Demi Moore, they cared about because of, you know, she did the movie with Tom Cruise about the lawyers. You can't handle the truth. Right. Oh, yeah. That she one. did G.I. Jane. And she did G.I. Jane. That was, that was I, bad. I've never seen it. <laughs> I've seen parts of it. I mean, <laughs> Can I can I can I say the quote? It's you could suck my dick, sir. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. I know to hell. <laughs> okay, what's like the worst thing just a general layperson can do that's going to put them on the radar for for the IRS? I'm just really curious because what's going to put you on the radar for the IRS? Yeah. Not reporting all your income. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's how it starts. Really. Um, if you, so that's why I was telling everybody, don't file your taxes in January. I know you can file your taxes January 20th. I know. Don't file till about February 6th or so. Wait until January 31st. Everybody's got to get everything in the mail. Yeah. Yes, right? true. Yeah. And then that next week, next couple of days, you start getting a couple of things in the mail you didn't know about. Okay. Leaving stuff off. Like, oh, I didn't know this person was going to send me a 1099. I had no idea I was going to get a 1099 for this lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Uh, when you win in a class action suit or something gotta like that, and you have interest. You got to pay taxes on the interest. Oh, wow. Right? So, yeah. you get, I, I won a class action lawsuit from State Farm. I got like, like a $2,000 settlement, but a thousand of that was interest that I had to report. I mean, you don't know what yeah. they're going to send you. Well, lottery you proceeds, too. I mean, yeah. Well, some, well, yeah, lottery. Uh, gambling. Um, yeah. If you go to the casino a lot and if you ever have to sign on a jackpot, that form they give you there. 
IRS. At the casino? That's it. You don't get one in January. There are IRS agents at the big casinos in Vegas. They There's have IRS an office. agents everywhere. They have an, but they have an office in the casino. Of course they do. And they come up to the window, and you're actually talking to a government employee. You're not talking to-, to, to Oh, yeah. And that's weird. Nobody, it's like nobody understands that. Oh, no. They There's not. actual government employees And that's the only there. form you get. They do not mail you one. They nope. are not your secretary. They are not your mom. But the mom. casino's going to write you off, so you're right. going to- the casino's going to call They call send that, that form in. Oh, yeah. They send that form in, and they hand you one. You don't get another one. Wow. And uh, that's so you need to keep all your gambling stuff. And I tell everybody, just just What put is gambling? It in. How much do you have to pay taxes on that? It's, it's like just, a flat fee, right? No, it's the same as- Same as the income tax? Same as, it's your, I mean, you're taxed on all your income. You're in, right. So if you make $10,000 a year and win at the casino, you're going to get taxed at- you know, practically nothing. If you make $300,000 a year okay. and win at the casino, you get taxed at that tax bracket. Unlike capital All your gains, which is if you make money on stocks, it's only 15 or 20%. And you don't right. have to- Capital gains tax is always, always lower. Yeah. And it's, always it's, lower. You, you would think that that would be capital gains because in my opinion, when you play the stock market, you're just gambling. Mm-mm. Well, that's true. <laughs> You're not wrong. I did a video on that. Yeah, I call the stock market a yeah, casino. Yeah, check out her Facebook account. She has and my, she has all my YouTube. Of, she in her YouTube account. She she had me do a couple of videos, but I was like not in my right mind. That was right before I got divorced. Mm, yeah. So I was. Yeah, that wasn't a good time for you. No, no, no. <laughs> I I was two seconds from going on a shooting rampage. So that's okay. Oh boy! But you didn't. No, I didn't. See, things got better. Yeah, things, so, things got better. I got to actually date people I wanted to date. My former stepdad. I'm trying will, to get her to yell at me. but she No, I have a question. Is <laughs> He's an idiot. I'm just going to put that out there. He's okay. just an idiot. And um, then he, didn't pay, he said, I haven't paid taxes in 10 years. Oh, my. And I'm like, oh? Yeah. I'm like, you know, the only sure things in life are, you know, death and taxes. I mean, that's really about it. So I was like, so... Why not? And he's like, I don't want to have to pay back child support. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> what do you dispute with that? So they briefly lived with me for a brief period of time. Obviously, that was a mistake. But anyways, I kept getting letters from the IRS asking if he was there. Well, you were trying to do the right thing during COVID. Yeah. And I called them and I said, they don't live here anymore. And they're like, do you know where he lives? And I was like, no, honestly, I don't. So um, that was really awkward. But I'm thinking, how if you haven't paid in 10 years, why did they not find him by now? I mean, what, are you getting paid under the table cash? I mean, how does the government not know where you are? That totally I, blows my mind. I have a guy. Okay, so, I and I and uh, this is what he chose to do. I advised him, as I'm supposed to advise him, but I'm, I'm not your mom. You can do whatever <laughs> yeah. you want. But I have to advise you what's going to happen when you do stuff like this. But I've had, I have a guy now that just made it past the statute of limitations, like Paul did. Uh, he, he just made it this past year. Um, I've got a few others that are out there. Um, the IRS, uh, they're a huge operation. Yeah. And they're not going to come after you for 39 cents. It's not worth their time and effort. So what is their you know, how much are they really going to come after you for? I mean, like, throw you in jail and, like, go through all this process and spend all this money to catch you. You know, they're going to go after people who owe millions, hundreds of thousands. That makes sense. So, if you, tens like... Tens of thousands, they might Even come. tens of thousands. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, people that they know they're going to get money from. But how... They have to... Compl- they have to do their operations in the most efficient manner possible. Okay? So... 
if somebody owes $800,000 in taxes and they have a paid for piece of real estate, they're just going to put a lien on it. Hmm. So when you they, sell it, they that money they has get to the go money. to them first. They, that's the easiest thing. It costs them $25 to get on a file of lien. Yeah. You're never going to sell it. They're very patient. They're waiting for you to sell that house or die. And then they it's their it. house and they sell it. They can put a lien on your assets. They can levy your bank accounts. In other words, they can send a letter to the bank and say, I want all this money out of this account. The bank holds it for 28 days just to make sure that it, yeah. you know. That it's right because I've gotten money back from people that they were levied incorrectly or yeah. they shouldn't have yeah. been levied. You know, you got 28 days to correct it and then they send it into the IRS, but they wipe out your bank accounts. That's the easiest way for them to get money. Wow. That's how they do their collections. They put liens on your property. And if you can have other things, they could put a lien on all your personal property. So, like, you can't even sell your car. You go to register a car or something like yeah. that or try to sell a car. They can come after you for that, too. They can find it. They can find ways of getting your money. Most of the time, it's real estate and any cash they can get their hands on. Any bank account you have any interest in. They can come after your employer. If you're getting a W-2, they go to your employer and take 25% of your check or whatever. I mean, you have to argue with them, but they can take a quarter of your check without yeah. asking. Plus, you're withholding <coughs> for that current year. Yeah, but they then can you're take 50%. Money for your yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they take most of your check. I mean, they go after the easy stuff. So for them not to find people, you really have to be off the radar. You can't own any property. You can't have anything in your name. So you got to have somebody else own your vehicles. Yeah. Um, no large it's bank unlikely accounts. to be you know, no bank accounts yeah no bank accounts and I have how do you get by without a bank account gift cards I have a lot of people that yeah have gift cards that aren't registered to their social yeah uh, wow. you just keep putting money on it uh, or you just want to stay cash. off the grid you can stay off the grid I mean it's not uh, that hard. there's a lot of people out there that also do things like sell drugs and you know, prostitute themselves and things like so that. But I mean, I've got a lot of people that are self-employed too. I mean, and like you could sell drugs and pay your taxes. If you sell drugs, you better be paying your taxes. Yeah. Cause that's how they got Capone. That's how they get a lot Everybody. of people. Was it Martha Stewart? It's tax evasion person. Is that what got her in jail? No, she lied to Congress. She oh. went to jail because she lied to Congress about insider trading. Yes. Yeah, so oh. different. Trading. I couldn't remember different like thing. who was the other one that was like a celebrity or something besides Capone that got in trouble for taxes. No, that wasn't taxes. But a lot of people, uh, a lot of people go to jail for tax evasion. But it has to be pretty overt. Um, not mentioning any current cases yeah. that I don't want to talk you can about. Do popular <laughs> stuff, though. You can do popular stuff. Yeah, but you have to be completely off the grid. It's really difficult for the IRS not to find you. Well, and if you, if but I've had people do it. But I mean, you are supposed to report all your income and pay taxes on it. But if if all your business is in cash, good luck. Yeah, yeah. there's no record. It, they can't prove it. You can't prove it. You know, there's easier people to catch. Yeah, um, it is not the right thing to do. And anybody out there listening, don't do this. Yeah, and don't, don't do, do this and tell this. me about it. Like, I mean, because I'm going to tell you to do the right thing. I'm, yeah, I'm bound yeah. by law to tell you to do the right thing. Even even if you tell your lawyer that you're doing all this stuff, he can be forced to tell the court if it's yeah, something. If you're committing a crime. If yeah. you're, if committing, you're committing, he a crime. has to tell them if you're yeah. planning to commit a crime. Uh, that's what that's being that's a lawyer. And the same thing with with me. I mean. I could, you know, forget you told me stuff, but I mean, I'm not going to lie to the court if they subpoena me and say yeah. this person, you know, commission a crime. But however, you know, how do you not pay taxes for 10 years? I mean, you really have to, you can't have anything. I mean, you pretty yeah. much had to be couch or you can't have an address. He didn't. Um, he didn't have a house car in his name. He got paid cash. It just totally blew my mind because I'm like, how can someone It can just- be done. Uh, it doesn't make it legal. But you get a cell phone, they'll find you. 
Uh, no, you can get burner phones. That's true. You can get burner. You have to have a burner phone. You can't have some fancy AT and T. Oh, the burner phones. The the burner phones are now trackable. Oh, they're all trackable. They're, after nine eleven, they changed all that. Yeah, they're not going to let you get away with that anymore. Yeah, but wow. you know, burner, they want to find you. They'll find you. Oh, they'll find you, but it's not. It's not generally worth our effort to come after you. <laughs> well, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, if they accidentally, you know, stumble upon you, like, oh, does this guy have a bank account? Oh, does he live with you? Yeah. Like, if they stumble upon people like that, you know, if they get information from somebody else, oh, yeah, they're going to come after you if they have a solid lead, but they're not going to go hunting. They're not going to go on a snipe they're, hunt and find people who, two grand, who, they, two grand. who they don't even know how much they owe in taxes. They don't have any proof. I yeah. guess that so, may explain like why they were asking questions like, um, how long did he live with you? Does he have a bank account with you? I mean, all that sort of stuff. I'm like, no, 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 and no. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so it, it was just weird. Hopefully you were telling the truth and didn't uh, yeah, yeah, lie yeah. to a public official. No. You, know, yeah, you can't but, lie to, don't lie to the IRS. Don't lie to you any public official. You get really creative with your answers, but you need to tell the truth. Yeah. You know, but you know, it's you like uh, fairies and stuff. They always tell the truth, <laughs> but they don't actually- like tell you what you need to hear. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just a really awkward situation. Cause I'm kind of like, why are you talking to me? Cause it was the last known address where he was at. So, well, and a lot of people don't, don't know this either. It's just, we're starting to legalize marijuana more and more in States. And if you are even a medical marijuana dispensary, you can't, you're not, Allowed to even do a deal with banks. Banks can't do any business with you. There's some banks that operate solely inside of a state and have no interstate commerce. They're set up just for basically financing weed businesses in that state. That's there's the only a few way. banks. Yeah. There's a there's there's a couple in Oklahoma that only operate inside of Oklahoma. In fact, if you're an entrepreneurial mind and you've got some money and you want to do something great, um, Missouri just legalized recreational and all those people are going to need a bank. So start a bank in Missouri. That's, that's my, my yeah. insider tip for you. What's the bank got to do with medical marijuana? I don't understand. Uh, you are, well, one, most banks cross state lines. The currency uh, crosses state lines. So now it's interstate commerce. Yep. Now it's a federal issue. Yep. So uh, basically you can't swipe a card. You can't, you know. Like, that's why they, you got to pay cash because if you're swiping a card and that card is from, you know, Citibank or something that's banked in another state as yeah. well as your state, now you just had interstate commerce. And now then, you're selling drugs across state lines. Yep. That's so, splitting hairs now. That's, but, but it's federally this is lawyers. illegal. I know. Lawyers split hairs. <laughs> I so, know. I got my paralegal type degree in that. And I never could understand some of that stuff. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. Now. You got to pay cash for weed. Uh, they yeah. pay most of their taxes in cash, which yeah. is crazy. They have to crazy though. amount of the payroll taxes and stuff. They have to pay them at like Seven Eleven or Casey's or something. <laughs> Can you imagine walking in with a giant bag of money, going into Casey's, and be like, "Here, I need to make my federal bank deposit." Like, oh my goodness, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. They're they're you can't get a money order. A few, or anything. Yeah, you can't get a money order. Interstate bank, you know. So there is some banks that deal with just marijuana company. I mean, I guess you could bank there if you felt like it. Yeah. But, I mean, but they don't. You're not in interstate well, commerce. They won't give perfect. you a debit card. No, no. It's perfect for the guy who doesn't want to have a bank account, but he has to have one to cash checks every now and again. Right. That's the perfect bank. Well, they can't the, cash a check from out of state, though. But they, but, but, but he wouldn't have to report to the feds. Uh, they're, they're not on the radar of the feds because they're interstate. They're, they're not. They're not. Well, they don't have jurisdiction. You see. They have to get a warrant at that point. 
You see, they I'm can teasing. get warrants real easy. I'm, I'm teasing. <laughs> I guess the federal up. government. That's, you know, <laughs> if you think they won't go out on that limb, oh, oh, they will do anything to prosecute people. You know, this explains why my grandparents hated banks. One of them in particular hated banks. Well, they also all died and took their money in the 30s. So they well, always had that? tons of cash everywhere in various places. My yeah. grandmother would always carry her money in her bra. Which, I did uh, that. <laughs> but, you know, don't, she... Don't tell people that. You have walk, people come up to you accosting you all the time. Well, then I, I at least know. Yeah, at least you know? Have, a good, have a good time while they're stealing from you. Is that what you're saying? Mm, at least they're close enough for me to take a swing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I would hear stories at her funeral about how she was at a bar and she would literally like just whip her boob out and like was paying with cash. And I... Did she, did, no, wait a minute. You, it, it can be more specific there. She whipped her boob out. Like out of her bra. Just ba-ding. She pulled her boob out of her bra. And got the money out because it was. She pulled her boob out for everybody to see oh to, my. to get the money. Yeah, because it was. You could see the, the whole thing. Yes. That's what. That, that's the story really I was told. She really did that. That's the story I was told. Yeah, that's, in, that's some grandma you have. Yeah, yeah. An interesting grandma. Say, hey, grandma, I need to borrow a dollar. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> but. I know she was a lot older. She was my dad's mother, so she was a little. Don't be asking your grandma to show her your show you her boobs. I'm telling you right now, that's not normal. Don't don't do it. Don't but the time she was it. lucid, you know, uh, with it, she would always say that the government will always take from you, and you know, and the banks are not trustworthy. Uh, I don't blame her though. I, I I mean, I'm not anti-bank. I'm not anti-bank either, but. It makes a lot things go a lot faster. Electronic deposit. Yeah. Oh yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like direct deposit, tax refunds. But they know your bank account number. Yeah, they know that. So if you get direct deposit, they know where your tax refund went. So if yep. you owed money, and like now they know where you bank. That's so. That's another reason. You that's get another reason I have a check. Right. Exactly. They so don't they, have my bank account number on file. But right. I they live, mailed me a check for three dollars. <laughs> a country road that my mailbox is a mile from my house and they never can get my mail in the correct receptacle anyway. Uh, so. Well, it, you know, it's okay. No, the IRS agents aren't going to come out there. You know why? Because they're really scared of banjos. It's not that bad. Every time he goes to my house, he goes, I'm going to deliverance country. I'm like, it is not that bad. I live north of Eureka Springs. Oh, no, no, no. That's deliverance country. That's deliverance country. <laughs> and, uh, it's on she didn't know that when she moved out there. She no. knows it now. Ding, but ding, she's ding, trying to ding, not ding, say ding. it is, even though she kind of knows it is. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. I'm like, you have pigs on your farm. I don't have a farm. I do have wild you hogs. Have three and a half acres. Yeah, there is. It could be called a farm. You need like 12 acres to support my size of a family when All it comes right. to growing stuff. That's what you told me this she spring has, with my garden. She has pigs. Wild, wild pigs, pigs that run around out there. Deer. So it could be said that there's pigs squealing. Oh my God, Paul, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I got her to say it. Oh, I got her to say it. You got me to say it. <laughs> Is it you that tell me you're going to get me a sign? I can hang outside so I hear banjos playing. No, if you hear the banjos run. You hear the banjos run? <laughs> it's nice and quiet. It's. <laughs> I can't help it. Except for the banjos. And the, the banjos. And, the, and the squealing. And the chickens. 
Well, there's a neighbor that has chickens and squealing. Oh my God, stop! <laughs> you did it again. I did it two for. That's a two for this time. You should make a T-shirt. It's gonna say, "Oh my God, Paul, stop." <laughs> we have that on our website. You can go to paulgnewton.com. There's swag there. You can buy that, and it says, "Oh my God, Paul, stop." I don't need Nutcracker support. No, no, no. We're not. We got enough. We they they people have listened to the podcast, and I can assume whether or not appropriately or not, I don't know who cares that they listen to the podcast and they have now given her nutcrackers. You have what? 20 of them you put over here in my, in no, my not 20. They got from my employees for Christmas. Right. But they've listened to your podcast. Uh, they've never, they said me. they did. They, they said they have a couple times, but yeah. I don't think they contributed to the nutcracker fund as you well, were they, trying they, to advertise. They, 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 see, I told, I told us so you can contribute to the nutcracker fund and, uh, or you can uh, contribute to the vodka fund. Nutcrackers are for Andrea and the vodka's for me. I'm <laughs> down with the vodka. We may need vodka when we file our taxes. <laughs> I don't. My taxes are going to be easy. I got kids. The I reason I have a $3 check is because what I was trying to say earlier, do your, do, do, pay attention to what the hell you're doing when you sign that, that form. What's the form when you go to work? It's a W-4 form. W-4. Yes. When you do that, if you just do it right, quit being an idiot about it and you get a $3 tax return and I got to, re- I, instead of having to worry about getting my tax at the end of the year and get it back in my pocket, I used it now and you know, that's bought correct. <laughs> I want to bring up something else about a W4 form while we're on that. Okay. You know, if you file and you're like, Oh, I got like nine exemptions. I got like nine exemptions no. and I got that. Do you realize that if you wind up owing a lot in taxes at the end of the year, they can fine you for, lying on your yep. W-4. Yep. It is a federal form. It's not given to the feds. It's, I mean, if you claim, you know, way too much or something like that, they might ask for a copy of it. But often it just goes to your employer. It's never mailed in anywhere. Right. It just, just goes to your employer. But if you lie on that form, you signed a federal document. You lied on it. it and they it can find you for it? lying about it. Uh, well, it's it's tax law, so it's not... It, it's not really criminal. It's they just come after you for money. Uh, it takes a long time to get to criminal, but it could be if you keep doing it and you, and you don't, don't comply. So, okay. My son got a job, first job at a grocery store. He doesn't know how to fill these forms out. He's 17. It's not like, you know, you really- could always do single in one. So no, that's changed. So he brings the form to me and he's like, mom, I don't know how to fill this out. I said, did you read it? He goes, mom, look at the, damn directions on it he goes i don't understand any of this i go have you talked to your employer i'm trying to get him to kind of like your employer can't help you it's against the law for your employer to tell you how to fill out your w-4 didn't know that i didn't know that either instructions instead of being like they used to be like at the top of the page and then like the form was at the bottom of the page and it was like now it's like two pages yeah no 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 it's like six six yeah okay stupid long so in 2020 um, okay, so I think is- it was 2020. I think well, this has nothing to do with the pandemic. It just happened. They did this in 2019 for the 2020 forms. Um, in 2020, they changed the form completely to make it. Um, hold on, I know this is like radio, and you can't see me. So imagine me doing air quotes. Okay, yeah, they she's made doing it the air quotes easier. Yeah, okay? it's not easy. And anytime the government makes their forms easier, yeah. it adds six or seven pages. So. <laughs> So, but they did do a thing that makes everybody's life easier. And I tell everybody over and over and over, if you don't know what you're doing, they have a solution. Okay. So IRS.gov. Okay. Don't go anywhere. That's .com, .net, .org. None of that. That's all a bunch of lies and crooks. They're going to steal your money. IRS.gov. Okay. IRS.gov slash 
Okay. And there is no backslash. Okay. So forward slash, same one as your question mark. Okay. Slash W4 app APP. Okay. Okay. Or if you just go to irs.gov and go to the, have a search bar when you're on the irs.gov website, do not Google this stuff because you will go everywhere but IRS. That's right. They don't pay for SEO. They don't care how far they're down they are on Google. Yeah. So if you go to the irs.gov website and it says .gov, G-O-V at the top, and then you use their search HTTPS box. HTTPS as yes, well. Yes, HTTPS. PPS or whatever. IRS.gov. S stands for secure. That's if correct. If it's not, the S isn't on there. It's not secure. It's not the government. It's a fake site. They That's can. Right. So make sure you're actually on the IRS website. Type in W4 in the IRS search box. It'll take you there. They have a step-by-step app hmm. that tells you how to fill out. They're like, are you single? Are you married? Do you have children? Do you have investments? And they go through, you fill in all the numbers. And then at the end, you push the button. And then if you have a spouse that's also working, I tell everybody, get an adult beverage, which could be coffee, alcohol, whatever. Get an adult beverage, sit down with your spouse after the kids go to bed and fill it out at the same time. Get your pay stubs. You need a most recent pay stub. You need to know how much you're going to make in investments. Good time to do it at the end of the year or for the next year, like when you're doing your taxes and everything, got all your year-end stuff, plug all the numbers in, and it fills out. So, like, even if you're making money in investments or have a side business or whatever, it tells you how much to have withholding at your job so all your taxes are paid by the end of the year. Oh, nice. It fills it all out for you, tells you exactly what to do, and then you it will print it out. And you just hand the form, just sign it, and hand it to your employer. Uh, if you're married, do them both at the same time. But it's yeah. uh, irs.gov, W4 app. And it does all the work for you. So don't go in on your new job on your first day and be like, oh, I got to fill out all this paperwork and be like, I'm just going to say this. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's crazy. And like kids that are like 15, 16 years old, like your kid. Yeah. Why how do they know how to fill this it? out? I don't know. Like, yeah. It's really complicated. Adults can't do it either. The easiest way, if you want the maximum amount of tax withheld, just skip steps two, three, and four. Step one is like your name and your social security number. The bottom, step five, sign and date. They'll take yeah, out the maximum tax. You don't have yeah. to fill anything in in the middle of the page now. So if it you want the maximum to- held out. But if you wind up owing every year, you have investments, you have a side gig, you drive yeah. for Uber, you wind up owing on that, you got this, you got that. You need to factor in all that, and then it can all be withheld at your job at once. Yeah. Nice. Easy peasy. So you can plug all that in. The IRS will do it for you. So you have three days to fill out your paperwork when you get a new job. Yep. You do not have to have it done on the first day. You can take it home, fill it out, bring it back the next day. Yep. So, <laughs> or you can be really prepared and have it ahead of time when you go to your first day. So, so I, I found in the past, before that, in the old form, one single and one or single and two will get you the correct amount of tax. Most times, yes. If you don't have any other income. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I Now, if you have- Side gig stuff. Yeah. You know, you have investments, you drive for Uber, you get a second Side job. Side gigs that require people to or not give you cash. if you're married, um, that ups your tax bracket. Because your spouse and you, if you're adding your money together, you're going to be taxed at a higher top, rate. What is the top tax bracket now? Oh, uh, I think it's 37. It used to be 39. I think it's down to 37. So they lower 37 a and a half, something like that. Hmm. But you got to make a lot of them. It's over 400,000. So you really got to rake it in. Because what I, 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 know, what, I know when I was making... Because it's 2008. I was making... Uh, oh, 2008, before yeah. everybody lost their butt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was making um, I was making 70, about 70000 and 2007, 2006, about 70000 And then I started making good money. 
And uh, my tax bracket, the first at the first year, two thousand six, I went from making about seventy thousand to around around ninety. Right. Because I hadn't. Two thousand six was a short year, so I only worked for that company for a little bit. Okay. And <clears throat> my taxes jumped exponentially from seventy thousand to ninety thousand. They went up so much that it made me earn less than I did the year before working for somebody else. That can happen. And it's ridiculous. I don't see why they do that. It's so ridiculous. It's it's not actually paying more, but you have a lot more withheld. You probably got some back, but I then didn't get any back. You didn't get any back? No. Well, I really can't. I've been in my tax without having went, the numbers in front of me, no, no, you know, I mean, but it can happen. My my tax bracket went from fifteen or twenty fifteen percent, I think it was at the time. Because I wasn't, I was making under seventy thousand, right? To 24, 24, 25. and that ten percent ate up my raise, and I literally made. The it's same possible, money. yeah. It's possible to actually this is not insane because the 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 money that you're getting, the extra money you're getting, is taxed at the higher rate. So what you're getting yeah. before, it's a graduated tax bracket, but the money that's on top is, you know, taxed yeah. at a higher rate. So it can go to Social Security withholding. Yeah, it did. Other wow. stuff, health, and then your health insurance, you make more money, your yeah. health insurance went up, it this did. went up, yeah. this went up, this went up, all your other stuff went up. Yeah, and I, it ended, up, I it's ended up like, making less this first year at my new job than I was making the net year pay, before. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. It was absolutely insane. I, 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 Why can't we just do a stair-stepped instead of this graduated? You know what? What, what, what would really be the best? What, what would be the so? What do you think, as a person, not talking as a tax person, but as just a citizen? What do you think would be better? How would we fix it? Because taxes screwed up. The first thing everybody has to know: there's this old saying that my dad says. One of the biggest lies ever told is, "I'm from the government and I'm here to help." Ronald Reagan said that. <laughs> really, the, Ronald Reagan said yeah. that. He didn't. He didn't help. <laughs> no, nobody helps because it's bureaucracy. There's a bunch of bureaucrats who want to keep their job. It was under Reagan that we have the same tax code as Reagan authorized. We still have the 1986 tax code in force. Oh, geez. It's just nobody, been, they won't change it. Yeah. Uh, well, they can't. Yeah. It's because it's too complicated. Yeah. Now it's like 14,000 pages. And oh, well, it's better than when Kennedy had when he got elected. I don't even want to know. Kennedy, 90% tax if you made over a certain amount. Oh, yeah. And that's insane. Yeah. He, he released that, and the economy went boom, just blew up. Right, they got rid of that, and because you can't tax a millionaire at ninety percent, expect them to oh, make an investment. Yeah. He's not going to make an investment. He's not going to earn that money. He's going to quit. He's going to walk away. Right? Why? Why do all that work when you get zero pay? There's nobody going to do that. Doesn't matter who you are. So what would what could we do to fix it? I try not to make too many suggestions on what to do to fix it because I really don't have a good answer. Really? But I really think our tax system is a, a, a joke, a laughing stock to the yeah. rest of the world. Uh, the rest of the world manages to uh, send their people a tax bill. It takes like two seconds to fill it out. Um, uh, in Even in Great Britain? And uh, I don't really do the taxes part, yeah. but I do have to prove my expats that live over there participate in the national health system. Yeah. And uh, they're just like, well, here's my profit from my small business. Here's, you know, here's what I made. And here's 4% of my income. And the 4% of their income covers their free health care. So there's not free. They're paying for it. 
Well, yeah, I know, but it's 4%. What do we pay in? Like our health insurance is limited to uh, 8.25% for the insurance and then 7.5% out of pocket on top of that before you can deduct it. So we're supposed to be paying like 15, 20% of our income for medical expenses. Yeah, like get They're a paying 4% while and nothing out of pocket. They get, you know, they can manage their entire health system at 4%. You know, if they're, well, but their, there. their health system isn't that great. Okay. So what could we get for like, I don't know what we're paying already. We're already paying three, right? For Medicare. 7.62. And we don't get it into your 65. Is it still 7.62? Uh, that's Social Security and Medicare. Medicare is, uh, have what you get taken out of your check is half a 2.9 and if you're self-employed it's 2.9 and that goes to medicare and you don't get it to your 65 people are paying four percent in britain getting free health care their entire lives i think we can free fix bad, that free bad health care well it depends on who you ask too yeah well i'm taking care of a couple people over my years in nursing that came from england they wouldn't and give this one guy what a valve he wouldn't give him a valve because no. he was too old but like i said maybe and, and maybe instead people- of paying four percent maybe we pay six and have a better health care system i would still be paying like less than everybody's expected I can to fix pay the health care i can fix the health insurance system in two seconds oh this requires tequila okay what tell me paul how are I, you gonna I, fix I, it I because can, i can i'm fix dying it. to know <laughs> i know what's wrong with it he wants to run for president yeah so we can have national have- pizza day yeah. <laughs> yes, pizza. Yes. Well, the reason we have sh- shitty healthcare and shitty insurance is because of we're greedy people who don't want to do anything about it, and we have copays. You take the copay out of it, where people have to pay for the doctor, where they have to actually walk in and pay them out of your pocket for your visit, and I guarantee you it fixes the system. Because right now, if you go to the doctor and you go just a, a visit, he sits down with you, talks to you for two seconds, and you go out and you get some prescriptions. Or you don't get prescriptions. It costs you, it costs, uh, the insurance company pays for most of it. You pay $25. I pay five. You pay five. <laughs> and the insurance company is ponying up 150 to $200. That you never Would see. you pay $200 to go and get your prescriptions? No. Right. No. No. Right. Would. Right. Because you would never pay that. You would go to the doctor. If you know you just need a prescription, you go to the doctor and he'd say, oh, it's going to be $200. You say, fuck you. I'm going somewhere else. You go down the street where this dude's only charging 75. All right. his patients are gone. Right. Because he has no to one lower is, his prices or he's out of money. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Exactly. And so everybody, and it lowers it down. But right now what we've done is we've taken the fiduciary responsibility of being a human fucking being. And we've passed it on to insurance companies. Well, there's something to that about continuity of care. If a person's going to go for the cheapest doctor, they're going to not have continuity of care and medical errors can happen. That's their problem. They, I they, know. They but- have to, if you want, it's just like anything else. If you want something that's good, if you want to go and buy a computer, you go and pay extra. You right. pay more money. You usually get, not all the time because you buy Chinese junk. But most of the time, you if you pay a little extra, then you're going to get a better product. If you pay a little extra, you're going to get a better service. Because if that guy sucks, no one's going to go to him. Exactly. Right? Well, but well, if it really. doesn't suck. I know a lot of people that go to doctors that suck. That's because they don't have to pay. They pay $25. They don't care. It's well, true. the problem with that is, is a, a lot of people were waiting to the very last minute to come in 
with healthcare issues. They're going to do that regardless, though. Not necessarily, though. Not that, if there's free healthcare and they can go in for a minimum standard of care. They're just eh, people I don't want that free. don't have the two hundred dollars to spend on or seventy five dollars to spend on, you know, the doctor because they have to go. I don't know, put gas in their car, feed their kids. They're gonna. They're going to let that one small issue balloon into something else. But is that our responsibility? But Is oh, that our, three of us, are we responsible all, for that fourth person who's a dumbass? All I should can say we is, become responsible for the fourth person who's a dumbass? People, or should they have their own, they should be responsible to themselves they for should, being a dumbass? People, though, that in my line of work through the years of bedside <clears> nursing, <throat> most people do not grasp the concept of... Being proactive in healthcare. And now before you say anything else, let me finish. He's all antsy pants here. Like they, most people can't remember their own medicines. Most people can't remember their comorbid conditions. Most people can't even remember when they have their surgeries. Most people don't grasp unless you're in healthcare or or around someone in healthcare, understand that importance of having all that information. I agree with that. So they're not going to remember to but like. Why is it somebody else's responsibility to remember that for them? But why is it? Uh, I mean, is it our responsibility to feed the hungry or or or? It's or, not our responsibility to do any of those things. Our responsibility is to take care of ourselves. If then you want to go and do that, then that makes you a good person and a better person. It also leads to a more stable society. I agree with if it. We don't have thieves and people because I, I if agree. you have to just take care of yourself, you're going to take care of yourself. You're going to go out and steal and most, most rob people, and do what you need to do to feed your family. You're, you're, but you're right. If there's resources out there, we'll lead to a more stable society. Right. I mean, but the problem is. So where do you draw the line? That's that's what I was about to say. Where do you where do you find the 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 balance between the two, and that's you know we we used to have in the 30s we had nonprofits that set up hospitals, and yes, they sucked a lot of times, but they were trying to help TB patients, and they were trying to help people who had scurvy and one or not scurvy, but uh, the the sexual disease um, syphilis syphilis because there was no possible cure for it, and the government changed the tax code. Where they can no longer be a nonprofit hospital and stay open without change doing all these not only the tax code but the health codes and and why don't we have those hospitals? They took that away from us. We still have nonprofit not like, hospitals, not like we did in the thirties. No, Mercy Mercy is a no Mercy is a for profit. It's for profit. Yeah, Mercy is mm-hmm. the only nonprofit in Arkansas right now is Washington Regional. Washington Regional. And that's I was mind boggled by that too when I found that out. Yeah, Andrea is an expert in that. So I'm wondering why Mercy Hospital doesn't pay state sales tax on their purchases then if they're not a nonprofit. We were always resell that they were for profit. I mean, I Northwest is a for profit hospital. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the best care too. (laughs) (laughs) I've never actually like went in there and be like, let me see your tax books. Right there. You just, you just proved my point though. The best you're, you're thinking of the best care is at Northwest. They're the people doing it for money. That's true. The people. So that, that's a problem. If we have somebody who's doing it out of empathy, then it's not necessarily the best care. That's not always true. I know we it's not always into, true. Oh, wait. Now, hold on. Now you're getting into a different story here, which is are nonprofits all good people doing stuff for reasons? Oh, absolutely not. 
<laughs> no, nonprofits are just as much a business as yeah. as for profits. Honestly, they are. They have it to be. It seems like they're not. Be like, oh, I'm going to give money to these people. Oh, they do all this good work, and right. it's like uh, they're a business too. Just because they're not charging you and they have their money coming in somewhere else, they still have a budget. They still have to pay payroll taxes. They still have to make that money work. They have to get as much care out. They have to get as much work out of their employees as possible. They're a business just like everybody else. It's not that much different. The fact that they just don't have stockholders making a profit off of it. If you want to, if there's a couple of organizations out there that are true nonprofits that really do good jobs and they don't basically rape the the freaking people and one of those is the salvation army their ceo gets twenty five thousand a year they turn every dollar back into feeding the homeless but yes they make them pray yes they're a christian organization but if you don't believe in god what do you care if you're praying or not you get free food who cares right you know but i, I won't give to goodwill goodwill's a for-profit company do you know that actually goodwill is as a non-profit no it's a for-profit they don't pay sales tax either. You don't pay sales tax when you buy stuff there. That's I don't know. I, the Goodwill last time I checked was a not was a was a for profit company. I'm, I'm, I'm going to Google it right now. You don't now. pay sales tax when you walk in the door. At they're one of the Arkansas's golden children that you don't have to collect and remit sales tax because well, Goodwill is a the the CEO of Goodwill is two and a half million dollars last year. That is true because if you have profits that you can pay out. Uh, you're not a nonprofit anymore. So they pay it out in salaries. Of course, they probably should pay it to the people that are there hanging clothes and stuff and pay yeah. it to the CEO. Is that fair? But they're run by they're a board. They're paying them minimum. And the board votes on how it gets paid what. And as long as you make that process public, you can pay yourself whatever you want when you're in charge. Yeah. As yeah. long as the board approves and you make that uh, approval and who voted for what public. Let's see here, and we've got. I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up. I am goodwillar.org. Yeah, Goodwill Industries International. They're pulling down an A grade on the charity watch, and I'm like, I don't. You go look at how much help that the. So I was wrong, but it, if you go look at how much help the the uh, Salvation Army gives, every it's dollar they get grossly turns. different. Yes, and I will not. Just go take crap to good to the to the goodwill. I just won't take crap there. There's plenty of other places. I'll, I'll take it to the Salvation Army. I don't There's even like taking it down to the other one that we have here because they don't provide food all the time. Um, what's that? Uh, the one, the other job place here in Fayetteville. Oh my gosh! I know Compassion Four Seven Nine just opened up in Springdale, and they're always giving stuff out. I don't know them. They. Yeah. They're in the one that used to be Goodwill at Gutenson and Four Twelve, or not Gutenson and Four Twelve, Carly. Yeah, yeah, one of those somewhere around there and Four Twelve, because uh, they always back up the traffic and they never have any. <laughs> it's always that way. It's right by the post office, and there's like people backed up, but they give away food and baskets and stuff. They're always giving those stuff are the, away. Those are the kind of nonprofits that I support. I don't support ones where the CEO makes two million dollars. I mean, it's just it just bothers me. But again, it, I mean, if they paid everybody a hundred bucks. A year or more, that hundred bucks would go a long way to people that are that poor. I know they could take yeah. it two two and a half million and cut it down to one and a half million for the guy that in charge of goodwill, and that would go a long way to help the people who work at that place. That's for sure. Yeah, but, they do a lot of goodwill does a lot of job training and stuff like that. But the people that are working in the store, are people that can't get a job anywhere else. That's yeah. probably true. And their their job training, they teach them how to be good at their job and stuff, with the hopes that 
they'll move on and they can give somebody else job training. But it doesn't matter how bad you are at your job. It's like, you know, you show up on time and like you take a shower before work. <laughs> like pe most people will just fire you. They won't tell you, okay, you need to like take a shower before you come to work. Yeah. And, like it's a non-union yeah. state. We can fire you for anything in Arkansas. Exactly. I mean, Which is sad, but yeah. what? no, it's fair. Yeah. Yes and no. I don't know. I, I'm a firm believer. If you have to hold up your end of the bargain or else I'm not going to be pleasant. If you're not holding up your end of the bargain, then, right. you know, I mean, it, it sounds terrible, but I'm actually quite a giving person. I mean, yes, Andrea knows I'm actually not a just complete asshole. I help people all the time. Yes, you do. So I just, you know, feel that you should hold up. People should hold up their end of the bargain, you know, and the bargain is, hey, I'm here in the same area as you. Don't be a jackass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. There's, I'm quite, I, I, I feel like I'm in trouble. What do you mean? I feel like I'm in trouble now. Did I get in trouble? For what? I don't know. I being, don't, being me, I guess. No. No. I don't feel like I'm in trouble. I feel, for some reason, I feel like I'm in trouble. You're not in trouble. They're just both staring at me, not saying anything. Now we're staring at him. And I'm trying, I'm trying. Now to, we just keep staring at him and he keeps shifting his eyes back and forth, wondering. I'm trying to keep it's like the, this room full of women. Now he's getting nervous. Right? <laughs> it's unusual for you, Paul. Trying to keep the conversation going. No dead air. <laughs> no dead air. And they're just looking at me. Aww. It's like, oh, we're going to, yes. Mm -hmm. We're going to kill him as soon as the recording's over. As long as we don't have any proof left. <laughs> so do you have any more questions? Because I think I got. All my questions answered. All my big ones. Well, I mean, I just... I this has been quite interesting. I didn't think we were going to be talking about crime and getting out of paying taxes. That's the last thing I thought we'd talk about today. <laughs> but here we are. So this has been like super fun. So. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just a conversation. That's all yeah. we're doing. It's just having a conversation. Because, you know, you know, from knowing me over the over a few past few years, whenever I sit down, it's, the conversations are always interesting. Get you never a dull moment. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So I'm, I'm like, well, we just record that. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. So um, again, though, your disclaimer. Oh, my let's, disclaimer. Let's give that again. Just, just in case you thought I was like telling you not to pay taxes and go off the grid, I was not. And second of all, yes, I am a tax expert, but I am not your tax expert. I'm just sitting here having a conversation with some people that are asking me questions. I am not giving out tax advice. Please, if you have any questions about what I ask, go to your own tax advisor. Strongly go to an, an enrolled agent. It's best. Look up anybody with EA after their name. That's people who are experts in taxes. That's who you want to ask. Okay? So, go get your own EA or contact me. That's fine. My my, my schedule is always my schedule's always really, really full. Uh, I make time for stuff like this, but my client book is always full. So, if you have a huge problem, let me know. I can help with that. I don't do the... Uh, here's my W two. Do my taxes. I, nah. I, like even even Paul turbo here. Tax. I tell Paul use TurboTax. It's free, right? So yeah, there's there's no reason. That's where I got my three dollar check. He got his three dollar check, and I did not give them my routing number and bank account. That's, That's why true. I have the check. Yep. Because I and that knew is one hundred percent up to you to do that. Yeah, um, well, I knew that's not a good idea. I do not trust the government or anything no. regulated by the government. I tr I, I trust Speedy Mart more than I trust Ooh. the government. Ouch. I go in there and swipe my card. I'm good. I can trust them to do the right thing with that. 
Yeah. There's that so many transactions. And the, and the strip club. Yeah, I trust that. No, too. I don't do that. <laughs> I do not. I do not use my credit card at the strip club. Yeah, don't do that. No, yeah. no. And, Especially know, if you're actually drinking a lot. So. Yeah. I could really, really tell, tell a bad joke about swiping my card, but I'm not going to. Ew. <laughs> oh my God, Paul. Oh my God, Paul, stop. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks right at me. If only you guys could see this on actual that's camera. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's not a card reader. Wait. <laughs> I'm speechless. Ooh. Our poor listeners are probably speechless I, too. I, I think I hope nobody just like crashed their car or anything if you're listening to this while you're driving. Maybe we should put that as a disclaimer. Yeah. Please pull over before you listen to the podcast. Or at least at, at least twenty one hour, twenty-two minutes in. Find a nice place to you know, stop and listen so you don't crash your car and die. Yeah. Ah, that's funny. I like that. So that was the best part. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, if you're, all I know is that if you're facing an IRS problem, you probably fuck something up yourself because you're being an idiot because it's not, it's not actually that hard to pay your taxes. It's, it's not. However, once you get in the weeds, what you just said, I really can't agree with. Cause like I said, about 50% of the time, it's nothing you did. They just screwed up. They just want money. I, yeah. I mean, I have no less than 20 people this year that went to the state of Arkansas's website when I told them to, April 15th. I was like, you need to make this payment by Monday. Yeah. Right now, your taxes aren't done, but they're due on Monday, and you need to pay this, and we'll figure out the rest later when you get the rest of your paperwork to me. Okay, great. They did. They made the payment on the state of Arkansas's website, the non-login. We put it in. I told them exactly how to do it. I was like, save that receipt and send it to me after you pay it. I want to see that you paid. Yeah. I want to proof so you don't lose it later. I've had no less than 20 people in the months of October and November get, uh, well, because they didn't file till October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because why would you, right? Like, I mean, the deadline, hey, you forgot about me. Let's file. Okay. So everybody files in like by October 15th when their extensions expired. The taxes are already paid. Everybody's cool. And instead of getting a little refund check because they overpaid by $10 or something, no, no, no. They get a letter in the mail saying, you, paid it all. you owe $1,800. What's this? Diane, why do I owe money? You told me I was getting a refund. I paid that payment. I sent out no less than 20 letters at the beginning of December to the state of Arkansas saying, fix this. What is your problem? Just because you get a letter from the state or the feds doesn't mean you actually owe the money. Yeah, They do this all the time. They're just well, money-grubbing people that like, want more money to spend on yeah. things you don't agree with. Well, with like like my $175,000 tax tax lien, I probably, if I would have had to pay it, so I hit the lottery and I had to pay it. Uh, they prob- do take taxes out of your lottery winnings. Yes. Just I would so have had you know. to pay extra all to cover that lien before I get my check, right? For getting the when hitting the lottery, but if I would have done that and then got a somebody like yourself, I probably wouldn't have had to pay 180. I probably would have paid 100 right. because there's a lot of things that you can argue with them, and I knew that. I mean, it wouldn't. It was two years worth of two years worth of income tax, right? And I was making 300,000 and 280 something like that thousand over those two years, and they never paid my taxes. Now they're owned by the state of California, so. I'll never see that money. Never. Yeah. But that's okay. I don't care. It's gone now. I really don't care. They can keep it. It's it's whatever. Government doesn't care anymore. I don't care anymore. 
There's a limit to how long uh, you can get a refund to. You only yeah, have, right. They have 10 years to collect from you. You only have three years to three, collect yeah. from them. <laughs> wow. So if, you, if they owe you a refund, you only got three years to ask for it. So if you haven't filed your 2017, 2018 taxes, guess what? You ain't getting no refund from 17 or 18. Nope. And you can't wow. credit it forward either. You can't be like, oh, I want to apply it to next year's tax. No, <laughs> yeah, credit denied. Work. All right. So, so. <clears throat> we have, Andrea, uh, quite a few people still booked. Oh, and we're going to talk with uh, one of the leaders in the um, um, uh, Jedi. Oh, faith. yes, yes, yes. We're going to get to talk to that guy. Two people, actually. We're going to talk to two people at once yes. on that one. That'll be fun. And um, <clears throat> the Jedi faith is is a faith. It is who who in the hell knew that there was a Jedi faith? Oh my god! Whatever. I'm wondering if it's not just a tax shelter. Nope, it's not. They they're they're because you can set up a church to be a tax shelter. No, it's a real deal. I promise, it's a real deal. <laughs> and then uh, we've got John Foley coming up. Uh, he's music as therapy, how you can use music to make you feel better, which I'm thinking, get drunk, turn it up really loud. You'll feel better. But you know, he says there's more to it than that. There's an actual degree in that music therapy. Yes. And they have music therapists go into nursing homes. And then Megan Campbell. Who, what? I can't remember. Megan Campbell. What did she, what does she got? Do you remember her? I didn't get any of the emails. He doesn't forward me the. Any I of the forwarded e- them you to you, but you wouldn't read them, so I quit forwarding them. <laughs> I did read them. <laughs> Maybe not as timely as he would prefer, but or at all. <laughs> She's going to talk to us about alcohol, actually, ah. which is interesting. Um, <clears throat> she uh, is extremely interested in spirits, but not the kind that go boo. Oh, okay. You kind of make you pee a lot and then get tickets when you go home. And go to the strip club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, and then, of course, our uh, current, uh, and on Christmas, let's say on Christmas Day today, we've released one, and then the next week, we will have your opera. Oh, yes. Kristen Horn, who thinks that she can have anybody sing. Anybody can she can teach anybody to sing. So if you've heard this, go back and listen to Andrea sing. She she got her to sing. She didn't get me to sing. I'm trying to get her to listen to the other podcast. I don't know, man. This is gonna come out after that one. Me singing, like I said, dogs howl. Not a good thing. No, it's not true. Dogs aren't gonna howl. Well, they might howl because they want to sing with you. Oh my god! No, that's not how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he just wants me to sing karaoke with him. I do. I'm actually pretty good. Have you ever heard me sing? No, he can sing really good. It's okay. You haven't heard me sing either. I'm actually I haven't. Pretty good, so. I haven't heard you. Sing. We should do karaoke. I've tried to get you to do karaoke. Let's do it. All right. She has to go along though. I'm not singing. She has to chaperone. She has to drive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting designated as a designated driver. <laughs> she drinks more than I do. Huh? It's, it's the Jew in me. What can I say? Oh my God, I'm Lutheran. Yeah. All right, who else I tell this joke all the time. What do you get when you get four Lutherans together? I don't know. A fifth. Oh my. <laughs> oh my God, Paul, stop! <laughs> <laughs> we get a fifth. That's exactly it. So I don't know. I guess that's is that it. I think so. Are you sure? I think so. Hundred percent. Yeah. Really? Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. 
steal. Ain't resting, there's no sleep to the whole film. Got a meal. Till closing billion dollar deals. To the bag is stiff and sealed. Uh. All this money, money, money coming to me. No handouts, I really had to do it for me. Watch me work. Andrea and I need your help. If you like our episodes, please give us a five-star rating and a review. Not sure exactly how that helps us, but it does, and it makes people want to listen. When they see that five stars and a good review from you, so go to wherever you're listening to your podcasts, Apple iTunes, Spotify, iHeartMedia, wherever, and hit that five stars. 